2: The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66, 2. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with him and trust that he is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, our words of healing in Psalm 147, 3. Brokenness is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Ken Sukuri Ministries, starts now.
0: I am so glad that everybody is here to join us for the program today. I'm Suzanne, and I work at KKHT, and I have the privilege of sitting in with Brittany, and Dominique is back. Mm -hmm. And if you all remember from, was it three shows ago or four shows ago? I can't remember. It was our pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Our pilot. That's right. So Dominique, she's incredible. First off, she has a master's in psychology, and her undergrad is in business. So that gives her this real unique perspective on why we do all the stuff that we do to not be Right. (laughs) 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 And we're talking today about triggers, which is why Dominique is here, because that's a big part of what you do, is figuring out what's causing us to do these things, what's triggering us. Yes. Right. That's a common word now, triggers, you hear about it all the time, but I want to know from a biblical perspective, Mm -hmm. what are
1: triggers? And I also, before we ask her that piece, I want to explain why triggers are so important Mm, before, Mm -hmm. because... With Kinsakori, when we start bringing people on with their testimonies, and I know I keep saying they're coming, but they are coming. But I think that it's very important for us to establish a very deep understanding of every single piece of our lives that brings us to understanding our brokenness. And triggers, that is probably one of the biggest pieces that the enemy uses for women and against women to keep us from understanding who we are in Christ Mm -hmm. is one of the most conniving ways that he works is using our attacks against us. And that word is triggers in order for us to understand how God can turn our pain into purpose. We need to know how to stay away from future triggers that can, and will be the peace that keeps us from our promised land in our lives. And so Moses in the Bible, he had triggers Mm -hmm. and those triggers were the Israelites. And so I love to think about how Moses walked up and he struck the rock instead of just speaking to it. It was because he was triggered. These Israelites were such complainers. He's seen the Lord do miraculous thing after miraculous thing for them. However, they seem to forget every single time. So Moses was triggered. And because he was triggered, he struck the rock. He sinned. And that's what kept him from walking into the promised land. And so I really want... To focus on that today so that us as women, we can understand what the triggers are in our own lives. Write those down and really wrap our arms around them so that when they come, we recognize them as to what they are. So what are your thoughts about what triggers are and what they do to us?
3: Being triggered in the brain is a connection and it's a fight or flight mode that we automatically goes into. And it's, it's a response to the trauma and it's a reminder that's just how it goes. It shows up in many ways, emotionally, stress, rejection, pain, loneliness, but like you said, particularly for women, betrayal, yes, hurt, pain, physically, mentally, abandonment, mm-hmm. all those things are things that are triggered, and you can begin at the very young age, right, very, very mm-hmm. young, and whatever emotion come about during that time, what's gonna happen is. It's going to send us all the way back to that three, four-year-old child, and it's just going to be a snowball effect. So with you bringing up women and men, when trigger occurs, it's a natural state that we go into. For us women, we go into the thing that we very much are, emotional. Mm -hmm. It's going to go very, very deep. For men, it's going to be, you know, they can operate physically. It doesn't have to be hitting something or doing something, but those are our natural habitats that we're that we're going to get into when we are triggered. You have to understand that when you are triggered, if you don't pull those emotion out so you can process, then it's going to take you to a place where you can't hear, see, feel anything, especially God and, and where he exactly wants us to be. that's exactly what the enemy wants. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. The enemy, I commonly even tell the children this, but the enemy doesn't know what we're thinking, but he does know how we act. Mm-hmm. And he knows our pattern of behavior. And so he knows that this little girl was attacked at three years old, two years old, saw her parents fighting. So because of that, what I can do as an enemy is I can trap her. I can throw obstacles in her way that can bring her back to that spot Mm -hmm. so that she stays in that spot. And if he is able and capable of doing that, he keeps us from entering in this beautiful promised land of when we wrap our arms around the brokenness that we've been through and we can understand what we've been through, understand that everything that was used against us, the Lord will turn for good if we give it back to him. Mm -hmm. If we do not react Mm -hmm. in the emotional state that women do so quickly, Mm -hmm. we throw him off of his game. But if we fall into the trap, he quickly, especially women, Mm -hmm. throws us off of our game. So what you're saying then is I can get triggered by
0: something. Mm -hmm. Something happened to me at some point and it's a wounding Mm -hmm. and I can get accidentally triggered Mm -hmm. or the enemy can trigger me knowing what that wounding is and knowing how I behaved before. And then it puts me off my God game. Because all I'm reacting to is the trigger and the cause of the trigger. So if it's my husband saying something to me that makes me feel, like you said, abandoned or forsaken in some sort of way, I'm going to focus on that. And then everything else goes out the window and I am no longer focusing on God.
1: Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Happens every day, doesn't it? Every day. Every
1: single day. Countless times a day. Every single day.
0: How
3: do you get a hold of those emotions, though? Really just God's word. The common things that we do or say is no one understands, but God says my peace transcends, Mm -hmm. you know, or the ultimate to me is the most important is I can't take this anymore. Yeah, I I just can't. But God tells us, throw it on me, Mm -hmm. throw it on me. You have to hold on to those things in those moments because That's what's going to center you. And I tell Brittany and the girls in our Bible study all the time, balance has been my word for the past two to about three years. Being balanced, that's where you typically are going to be centered. Where is God? He's in the center of all things. That's right. When we are centered and we're balanced, you can get clear truth and air, but it's going to be very clear. You're going to see what's the truth. Where's the air? Where's the enemy? Where am I? Where is God? And in that balance, in that truth is where we should live. You're too high, you're going to fall. You're too low, you'll stay sinking. You have to be in the middle, in life, in almost anything and everything that we do.
0: Yep. So you have to be a settler, which is what we talked about in an earlier show. Yes. About staying settled and centered in God's word as a daughter of the king. Absolutely.
1: Mm -hmm. And honest and honest, honest with yourself. Right. Mm. So the other day I was speaking to a woman and she said, yeah, but that doesn't bother me anymore. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Because your husband called you a horrendous name
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and you're now saying that that doesn't bother you anymore. Mm -hmm. That is not a way to be honest with yourself. And if that's the case, what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for a trigger Later on down the road, maybe not even with your husband, but uh-huh. later on down the road, and you snap uh-huh. and you sin. It says exactly what you were saying. Second Corinthians 12, nine, one of my favorite scriptures. My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me when we are honest with our weaknesses and our triggers. When we are honest that, you know what, I was an incredibly abusive marriage before Rick. And because of that, I have to be very careful and mindful. When Rick says something to me, he may not even mean it in an ugly manner. He might just be saying, hey, the dishes are still in the sink. Who Whose job is it? Mm-hmm. Which child? Which today, since we rotate? Instead, my trigger is, I'm going to get to them. It's a instant instantaneous and the enemy is going perfect Mm -hmm. whatever i had for that couple today now they're both mad at each other that's right they are not going to be able to accomplish what he has set for them he doesn't know what the enemy has set for us but he does know that the trigger if i'm going to fall for it is going to jack up the whole rest of the day Mm -hmm. keeps us from our promised land wow so
0: i'm thinking about all of the times that this happens and the trigger to me Almost just like it's an ongoing thing. So somebody says something rude to you at work and it reminds you of whatever happened. So that happens. And you carry that in your head all day long. And then you go home and you're cooking dinner and you're thinking about it. And you're thinking about it at night. And then you can't sleep and you're tossing and turning and having that whole imaginary conversation. Well, I should have said this. Next time I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And you're just stuck in it. Right? When you're at that point, how do you pull yourself into getting back in the Word, because it sounds so logical. Open your Bible, get in the Word. Put on a an audio book or something, get back in the Word. Turn on the radio, listen to this program on the podcast, something, get back in the Word. But how do you do it when you're, and I'm asking as a psychologist to you, Dominique, how do you, when you're agitated and you're having all those physical reactions, I mean, I'm thinking, as you're you're reminding me of every time I've been triggered, and the shaking and the Perspiring and all of that. How do you remove yourself mentally?
3: I would say you have to find something to stand on. Okay. And even if that's something positive for yourself, during those times, not everybody wants to go find a word or go find a scripture, mm-hmm. but you have to stand on something. But for sure in first Peter's five and seven, it says cast all your anxiety on him. Yes. Because he cares for you. During that moment, if I can't get myself up, I know one thing. Somebody cares for me. Yes. Even if you want to care for yourself, I have to get up. I have to get out of this. I can't stay here because what is it making you do? How does it make you feel? Mm -hmm. If you no longer wants to feel that, you have to pull yourself up and you have to say, this is not me. Right. This is not who I was created to be. Right. Even if you don't know who you are, you were created to do something.
1: That's right.
0: So I think what I'm hearing you say is you almost have to make that decision ahead of being triggered. Mm-hmm. When I get triggered, I'm going to do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. X-Y-C. And, X-Y-C. and maybe the
3: start is just take a walk. That's it. That's right. You know, or pet the dog. Right. Remind yourself who you are. Yes, you have to. That's so hard as women. I'm bright. I'm smart. I'm here purposefully. That yes. should be good enough just to help you to get over that hump. Because once you're over and you take the emotions out of it, and you breathe, Mm
1: -hmm. I'm back. Yeah.
3: I'm back. I'm back. Yes.
1: The step one is recognize. And number two is reveal. Mm -hmm. You know, what am I believing on the inside about what's happening to me on the outside? Mm -hmm. What is happening in here Mm -hmm. because of all of this out there? What is the enemy going to try to do to trap me in this situation? Because I now know I'm being triggered. You recognize the trigger. You acknowledge the trigger every single time. Now you're asking, Lord, I see this issue. I see this hurt. I see my husband answering the phone and walking away. Mm -hmm. What could he be possibly doing? Mm -hmm. I see my kids disrespect me and roll their eyes. Lord, I am trying to keep it together. (laughs) Lord, I heard what she said about me again behind my back. And before I react... What can you turn this into mm. if I do not walk into the trap of this trigger? What is it?
3: And the most powerful is God doesn't want us to no revenge. I don't I don't need you to do that because I have that for you. Amen. Oh, that's so good. Amen. My wrath is better than any revenge that you can ever Amen. ever come up with think about want to Amen. do. So true.
1: Mm -hmm. Amen. But
0: we want to take that on for ourselves. We want to do it. Scream and yell and do whatever we do when we're mad.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Isn't
0: it funny how we all know that, but we forget it so easily? So easily.
1: So easily because the enemy knows if we have not done that exchange, and we talk all the time about the holy exchange, Mm -hmm. if we still keep that trigger in our hand Mm -hmm. and we haven't really given a full exchange to Jesus and said, okay, Lord, Here is this trigger, him walking away every single time on the phone and me wondering who he's talking to. Here is the trigger. Lord, put a shield around my heart. Mm -hmm. Do not allow that to be something, not that I don't draw boundaries, Mm -hmm. but do not let that be a place of contention and sin. And remembering the number three is remembering where have I experienced God's fullness and his faithfulness in previous circumstances in exactly this situation, right? The hell that I've gone through before, what could I remember from that moment of where God met me, when I was abused, when I was hurt, when I was broken? My ex-husband threw me through a wall. I was in the hospital. The triggers that the enemy constantly tries to get me at is when Rick would even take a step forward to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had to exchange that to the Lord and remember that, you know what? In the hospital, that was when I made the healthy decision to walk away because I was God's daughter. And the Lord gave me the courage to walk away. Mm -hmm. I probably would have never walked away otherwise just because that is my personality. I I like to dig my head in the sand and pretend things are not happening, which is such a dangerous thing because that means that I – Never wanted to take all those triggers from my life prior and give them to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so now all those pieces from the past, because I remember what the Lord has done. It says in Deuteronomy 8, 2, it talks about how the Lord's saying, remember about the manna, remember how your feet were never swollen, your your clothes were never destroyed mm-hmm. in 40 years in the wilderness. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And there are so many times that I think that we need to remember what the Lord has done for us, because once again, it brings us back to Revelation twelve eleven by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. Sometimes it's not somebody else's testimony. Sometimes it's our testimony.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes it's our testimony. When we walk our kids through what to do when they are hurt at school, mm-hmm. what do we do? You go, remember the last time when you punched the kid, you got in trouble. Yeah. But when you walked away, when you sought the Lord, Mm -hmm. when you sought wisdom, when you went to the teacher, whatever it is, the Lord blessed you and you didn't get in trouble as well.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Let's weigh it. And it's so important to understand that us as women, we are quick on our feet to do either one.
0: That's (laughs) right. So, do you think that the enemy has a sense of those who are called... To do something either now or something that's big and then delivers free a proportional trigger to keep you off balance every day, Mm -hmm. all day, because, you know, our our work with the Lord. -hmm. Ebbs and flows. Sometimes he gives us a commission and it's a pretty big one and we've got to be on it. And there's other times that we're quiet. And it's interesting that a lot of times during the quiet times, there's no triggers. But as soon as you hear this a lot, actually, Mm -hmm. as soon as I took on this, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. this happened, that happened. Even if it's, you know, starting a new exercise
1: Uh
3: thing to become healthier, whatever it is. Wow. Yeah very much so and the the great thing about it is you know once we learn to be excited in those moments mm-hmm. amen that's mm-hmm. when we win that's it amen that's when we overcome um because first and foremost we have to always take accountability mm-hmm. for what we're doing and when we take accountability especially during our triggers we allow the holy spirit to come in mm-hmm. and when we invite him in that's where we reign When we don't take a step back and say, I don't want to do this today. I don't want to do it next month. I don't ever want to do it. We have to think about breaking those generational curses. Amen. Because if you don't do it, it's going to fall on your children and your children's children. And we don't want that. So we're here not for ourselves, for others.
1: Right. Right. And women are so good at acknowledging that. Mm -hmm. And if we can acknowledge the fact that this trigger, I was at the tent revival and I was Saying, especially to a couple of the women that I was speaking to, oh my gosh, come on, you were worth attacking. You were worth attacking because the enemy doesn't know exactly what the Lord has for you, but he knows that there is something good in store because you love the Lord. Mm hmm. You were worth attacking. If you weren't worth attacking, if you weren't worth throwing all these little trigger pieces in and, and the enemy putting something in somebody else so that somebody sins against you so then you can sin. If you were worth that much trouble, then don't we owe it to the Lord because he's got something so much better on the other side of that? Don't we owe it to the Lord to exchange that trigger and to see what's on the other side? Because every single negative, the Lord turns something into that far greater of a positive, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, how can he turn it upside down? So the number one was recognize. Number two, reveal what is the enemy trying to do to trap me? Number three, remember what the Lord has done in the past. And number four, receive. How is God offering to help this experience? How is he going to turn this upside down? Asking the Lord, what are you going to do? Church splits. They are so incredibly ugly. They're like divorces.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, we just went through a church split. I went through something very similar with church hurt when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. The triggers, the enemy kept me spinning in circles for two and a half months straight of what could I have done. And do you know what I did? Not a whole lot for the kingdom during that time. The enemy is going to keep us chasing our tail as much as possible because that's what he wants us to do. That's right. What can God do once the pain is over in this, especially if we don't sin, if he's not having to pick up the rest of the mess and go, good job, Brittany, over here, over here, you had all of this that I have planned for you. But before you get there, now we have to go undo what you did over here because you just right. called your husband an idiot. I mean, there's all these pieces because me just calling my husband that. Me just doing that to him, I just sinned, and now I've caused a trigger in him. Right, It is a domino effect. And us as women, we have got to understand our strength, our ability, and the power of words that we carry. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, it is
0: huge. You know, especially as you say it as a domino effect, when you start recognizing, because it doesn't just go to your husband. Mm -hmm. It goes to your kids. Yeah. Everybody he works with, Mm -hmm. everybody they work with. (laughs) That's
1: right. Oh, my gosh. Dominique said perfectly, generational curses. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: so many of us are self-righteous in in our suffering. Yes. As opposed Mm -hmm. to just giving it up. That's right. Letting go and let God take care of it. Yes. And just not overreacting. You know, it's interesting, um, you both brought up emotion. And emotions are a part of us. We're human and we are made in his image. So Mm -hmm. Right. We're supposed to have these emotions, but it doesn't mean the emotions are to be run amok. Mm. We have to be measured Mm. and recognizing that the emotion is there. That's right. And when I say controlling it, I think what I really mean is managing it. Correct. Right. Because he's controlling it. Yes. Well, he's not even really controlling it because that's... Oh boy, that gets into a whole other thing. It gives
1: us the ability. (laughs) We have choice. Yes, Yes, Dominique nailed it earlier. We have choice. We have the Holy Spirit.
3: Yeah,
1: we can't control it, but the Holy Spirit.
3: That's right. We give it over to Him. There is always an example. He gave. He gave Mm -hmm. us many. The ultimate. (laughs) He gave us the ultimate example for us to follow. That's right. You know, and it's for us to decrease in ourselves and increase in Him. Yes. When we are doing that. Mm. We're servicing God, you know. Um, being more meekful—that's those are the things that we have to strive to do. Those emotions, the emotions, is not going to go anywhere. Um, as you say, like that's just who we are. Yeah. However, you have to be ahead of things. Amen. And if you're not, that's okay. Yes. I want everybody to know that is okay, but working on it—that is our job. Yes. That's what we have to do. You know, and if we're going to be women, women of God, we're going to lead. Yes. Because though man typically, you know, is, a, is is head, God is above them. They're the head with the neck. That's right. We can control our environment That's with right. our husbands, for our children, for our family. That's right. We control that.
1: That's right. And every single time we do, the Lord blesses us. Every single time that we take everything all the hurt, all the pain. It says he is close to the brokenhearted. So taking all those broken pieces, all those triggers, giving a holy exchange. I know that we're winding down. We, we do this and we are going to be blessed. That's right. So recognizing the triggers, writing them down, asking for a revealing. What, what is, what is trying to happen here? if, If I get trapped, remembering what the Lord has done in the past, when we haven't fallen into the trap, Or when we've been hurt before and receiving the good for the bad for those exchanges.
2: You've been listening to Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis. Join us every Thursday evening at 5.30 p.m. To hear this program again, go to KKHT.com and click on the podcast. For more information, visit com. K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I.